All right, so here we are, lawyer talk, off the record, on the air. I mean, this might be the worst couple of days of weather. I know. I mean, you say that about Ohio, but this is awful. I mean, yesterday, ice and snow. Yeah. And then just pissing down rain. We still have water on our coats. We've been in here for 15 minutes. Oh, that's because this is what we want to do. So I'm drinking tea today, by the way. Drinking tea? I got I'm not really a tea guy, but I feel like I'm making all these little Keurig coffee, sugary, you know, cinnamon, vanilla, latte type things. I started reading it and it says artificial sugars and all these other things. So I figure I better switch to tea. Switch to the herbal tea. I've been drinking tea in the afternoons. I've cut coffee back to one or two cups a day now, which I used to measure it by the pot. So that's a big deal for me. I hate tea, but I'm trying. You know what the other thing I did this morning? I showered in freezing cold water. Yeah, they say, like, that's man code stuff right there, man. Well, I started reading this or listening to this podcast from Aubrey Marcus. He's, like, a fitness guy. And he was like, it, like, shocks the system and wakes you up. And I'm not going to lie, I did. It does. No, I, I do that. Um, right, in I law dig- school. I digress. In law school, I did that. Um, anyway, so here's the question of the day. What does William Shakespeare and drunk driving Man, you always hit me with these questions. Smokey and the Bandit last time. Right. My brother-in-law was laughing at me. He's like, dude, I'm screaming at the radio. Um, All right. So what does William Shakespeare and drunk driving have in common? I mean, it's so remote that you're never going to get it. Well, you're you're into that stuff. So it's like I'm I'm thinking Romeo and Juliet and stuff like that. It's going to be something more obscure than that. No, it's going to be Henry the the Sixth. No, I would have never guessed that. Part two. Now, I had to look that up. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, and it says the f- here. Here's the famous line. You, you've heard this. The first thing we do, let's kill all the lawyers. Kill all the lawyers. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Lawyers are the worst. So the first thing we do, let's kill all the lawyers, unless you got a DUI. <laughs> yeah. And therein lies the connection. Now, what's yeah. funny is, it's like is that a pop culture reference? Probably not. When you're when you're running around citing Shakespeare, it's probably not a pop culture reference. But I had my buddy. A good friend of mine from college. And, you know, we were the cool guys, or at least we thought we were. Yeah. Um, you know, we played football. We, yeah. you know, we hung around. We drank a lot of beer. We acted like we were chasing women. But, you know, we never really did much except drink beer right. and hang around. Right. Um, but our sons were all hanging out together watching some basketball on Saturday night. And they came over. I ordered pizza from Pizza Place. Went and picked it up, got back. So my buddy and I were just hanging out in the kitchen while the other kids were romping. Well, they came in and had some had some pizza once I, once I got back. Where did you order pizza from? JT's Pizza up in Worthington. Oh, that place is good. It's really good. It's I had that at your house that one time. Really I got to drive over there and get that. Yeah. I mean, look, a part of me wants to go cheap, like the cheapest pizza you can find, but that's just good pizza. If you're at that party and I started eating, I was like, where is this place? This is great. Yeah, I'm going to have to go grab some of that. It's an old school pizza place. but So my son... And his son, who were about a year apart, probably. It's certainly a year in school, maybe not so much in age. But, uh, you know, his son and my son are struggling with this condition that I'm calling teenage. Yeah, puberty. Like, pre, like my son just hitting the puberty stage. Yeah. His is clearly in it. And taking the like hour and a half showers yeah, and stuff uh, like that. They know, <laughs> yeah, right. The water's running. Why is that water running? The. Uh, But they know everything at this age. And it's funny because they were talking about some shoe. You may even know this. I don't even know. But they were talking about some shoe made by Adidas that cost $750. Is that the – no, that can't be it. I was thinking that big baller guy. It's like that that guy, the big baller guy that's got the kid that's in the NBA for playing for the Lakers. Maybe. But it's like a really expensive shoe. I I might be able to even Google it. $750. Yeah. Man, that's big time. Yeah. Um, What they call – I remember back in the day buying Jordans that were a couple hundred bucks. And thinking, oh my gosh, that's way too much for a shoe. Yeah. But see, you had to do it back in the day where I was from. We had this local athletic store that everybody went to. And what you had to do is you had to time it right because it was one of those things where you're buying a shoe for every season. Like if you play football, you're buying a cleat. If you play basketball, you're buying a shoe. Yep. And if you get, you know, you like get your 10th pair free. So you got to time it right when the new Jordans come out. Right. They probably had some exclusion. Though. Well, anyway, back to this. They were talking about the Adidas Yeezy. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeezys. Yeah. I'm looking at something for 6085 I can't imagine, but that's what it is. I'm just Yeezys. looking online. 
So the Adidas Yeezy cross. Are they stylish? You like what I wear them or they look yeah, like? They look like Back to the Future boots. You know, the ones that oh, yeah. gravity boots and Back to the yeah. Future too. I mean, it looks like you could jump on the hover- hoverboard of these. Anyway, <laughs> well, here's a normal looking pair. So one for 480. Here's a, a Yeezy. They're from know. Adidas? All right, so a Yeezy Boost. Anyway, here's the deal. They were talking about shoes for $750, and they were like, yeah, it's the Yeezy. And I, I overheard that. Holy and my buddy crap. and I, I was like, 750 bucks. It's like, what is it again? They said, yeah, the Yeezy. And I said, I've never heard of that. And, and my buddy Smitty's like, I haven't heard of that either. And I just heard his son mumble under his breath to my son, sort of in, in a not even fake disgust, actual disgust. They don't know anything about pop culture. Like <laughs> they don't they, know anything. About, they use that term, pop yeah, culture. Yeah, they don't know anything about pop culture. And uh, like he said it like we were, she's not even cool. Right. It's absurd. So anyway, it looks like where you go to go the, the, like an astronaut. It looks like, like the back to, yeah, it's a boost. Yeah. Right. So anyway, we it, it made me think about that when I was driving in. I was like, what are we going to talk about this morning? I was like, you know, first things first, let's kill all the lawyers. And I thought. Well, you don't want to kill them unless you need. If you need one, like if you got an OBI, and I thought, ah, lawyer Shakespeare. There you go. And then I was like, it's like uh, pop culture for the adults. But when I was a kid, I thought I was cool, man. I knew it all. I knew yeah. all the pop culture stuff. Yeah. But and it wasn't Shakespeare back then, so I don't know. Something's happened now. Now, why would I bring up lawyers and Shakespeare and first call? Because here's why we've been talking about DUI three sixty and to sort of steer the the titanic here back on course away from the iceberg because we're about to crash into something <laughs> that we don't even know what we're talking about it's it, it, do you i hear it all the time do i really need a lawyer if i'm charged with ovi and you and you know who asked this question as much as anybody other lawyers so oh, yeah lawyers yeah, who practice in like just contracts there. law yeah. or property law or these are the what i would call the smart lawyers the ones who really, really get into the academics right. of it, and they, right. they know how to use all the fancy research tools, and they've got staff members and, yeah. and a hierarchy of the law firm with multiple partners and yeah, you know just all the stuff. But they call, and I'm buddies with a lot of these guys that I went to law school with, and now they're up in the smart realm, up in the ivory tower, yeah. and we're down here in the trenches. Winging it. Uh, winging it. And um, they, they always ask, you know, it's it, my buddy, you know, a good friend of mine or, uh, you know, somebody in my law firm or my neighbor who I have scotch and cigars with has picked up an OVI. And I just told him, go, this is what the guy, they always say this. I just told him, go to court. You probably just plead guilty. You know, there's really no defense since you took the test. Hmm. Um, and I'm like, hey there. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, He's up on that guys. car wash there. Yeah. Back to smoking the band. Yeah. Stick um, to offer acceptance consideration type stuff. And, and but there's this conception out there that if just because you took a test, just because they caught you, just because you are caught, that you just should plead guilty. You don't have any defense. So I thought this is a nice little segue. So we've talked in we've talked in sort of general terms about don't do it, mm-hmm. and then we talked about the big question: to blow, oh yeah, or not to blow. And then part two of to blow or not to blow was so what if I do? Yeah, what happened to my license? Uh, you know, what happened to my driver's license? Um, but we didn't. We haven't gotten really into the hardcore. What really happens to you if you just go plead guilty? What they have to do, what they can do, and what a lawyer may be able to do to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what we're going to do first is talk about just basic minimum penalties, and I think. You know, everybody's heard of, of some version of this yeah. in drunk driving, in the drunk driving realm, we'll call it, in the world of those who are accused and later convicted of drunk driving, yeah. sitting on the bar, hanging out at the at the Eagles Club or whatever you do. I used to hang out at the Moose up at Indian Lake. Um, the Moose. The Moose Club, yeah. I was a member up there. What does that get you to be a member of free booze? Eh, nothing's free, my friend. Nothing's free, but it's definitely cheap. There's no such thing as a free lunch. I, heard go, I mean, those clubs are great. They give you tip tickets. They got, um, you know, it's fun. Anyway, uh, I digress. The, the big question is, you know, what happens to you? You know, I my buddy pled guilty and he got himself a reckless op and then somebody else got this and somebody got that. But let's just sort of talk. You're probably, you probably know this stuff better than I do now. If I get charged with DUI, yeah. drunk driving. Here in Ohio. Now, Ohio is different than a lot of states. And yeah. In a lot of ways, Ohio is a little bit more harsh, I think. 
I think so too. Um, there's no seen. first offender forgiveness, none of that BS around no. here. I mean, you do it, you do it. Um, so I, Jeff, I go in or I, at Friday night, I got a bad night. I go out and I catch the final four games and, or Saturday rather. And I'm over at JT's. If I didn't just pick up the pizza, I stuck around there, drank too much, got popped on the way home All right. and, uh, took a breath test, came out about a point one one. Okay. So the limit in Ohio just for everybody's edification is 08 for just a basic OBI. Which I think is most states. That's, I think that's most states. There's talk of lowering that. But for yeah. so and now we all now we know that we've got the two different ways you can get charged because as we discussed in the previous segments, mm-hmm. you got the impaired charge and then you got the per se. All right. So we you look drunk in one of them, that's the impaired. Field sobrieties, how you respond to questions. That's all grandpa's that stuff. charge. That's right. grandpa's charge, as you call it. And the other one is you take some test, and it says you're over the limit. Yep. So here I am. I'm now. I wake up on Sunday, and I tell my wife, I had a "Bad night, honey. I got these blue tickets." Man, <laughs> I, man, my world. I'd be more worried to talk about my wife about it than the court. I got. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, man, what does that mean? Be bad. Does that mean you can't drive? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to drive me everywhere for the next. I don't even know. Yeah. I got to yeah. call a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't pick up the kids at daycare, honey. You're going to have to do it all. I can't go grocery shopping anymore. Uh, you have to do it. Yeah. I just can't drive at all. I can't even get to work. You got to take me to work. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And by the way, my car is still over at the impound lot and they kept it. Can I get it out? Can I get it out? Yeah. All right. So I pick up the phone and I call Yavich and Palmer. Ring a ring a ling. So were you doing this per- from a perspective of pure first time offense pure first time offense we're just going to go generic never been in trouble because i've been a good boy my whole life i pick up the phone and i dial 614-224-6142 well that's the boys at yavich and palmer that's the boys over at yavich palmer and i was not smart enough to listen to the blitz i was not smart enough to put that number in my phone in advance i was not smart enough to listen to this podcast or any other good stuff that's out there it rolls off the tongue though it does. Two two four six one four two. And but I was smart enough to look us up or look up that awesome firm and call. But Mr. Palmer is busy because it's Sunday and I'm probably at church. Uh he's probably at church, you know, doing something charitable. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta giggle a little bit. <laughs> doing something charitable maybe. I don't know, volunteering down You do shelter. a lot of that stuff. I'm, I, not, trying actually, make, I'm uh, not trying to make light of it. No, I do, but, uh, you know, I, I'm probably... They couldn't see your face. The listeners couldn't see your face. There was some sarcasm in that no. face. Uh, so Mr. Palmer's not available. He's in church, and they get Jeff Lynn. So ring-a-ling-a-ling, the answering service calls, or the answering <laughs> service answers. So here's the good news. We have a live service 24-7. You're not going to get a voicemail yep. on Sunday. You're going to get one of us. Now, you may, it may take a little bit of doing to patch you through. Um. But you get through, and uh, they call you up, and they just want to know, all right, I just want to know what's going to happen to me. Yeah. What's the worst-case scenario? I hear that all the time. Just tell me yeah. the worst-case scenario, and what how, you just take it from there, man. What do you tell them? Well, a lot of times when they call in, I first want to know where you're talking about. So if we take this as we're sitting in Columbus, Ohio right now, downtown Columbus at our office, if we take us as Franklin County, I tell a, a a pretty basic story. If we are outside of Franklin County, things can change um, depending on what county you're in. If you're in Licking County, if you're in Delaware County, if you're in Madison County, you know, some of these counties that surround Franklin County, I could do it and explain it a little bit different. Now, if we're talking just Franklin County, let's say like the Blitz listeners main hub here in Columbus, there's usually certain things the court needs to do. So there's a, there's a statute, the Ohio Revised Code, that says if you are convicted of OVI. So let's just pretend we walk in there and we just plead guilty to OVI. All right. So What's I got a court date, us? Mr. Lynn, on Tuesday. What, uh, what gives? I'm going to show up. So we are I'm gonna just going to sh- plead guilty. Screw it. I'm yep. done. My, my wife is pissed. My life is over. I'd rather just be miserable and sad forever. I'm just going to plead guilty. Well, first of all, you got to talk people off the ledge there. Because the bottom line is if you're accused of a first defense OVI, unless you are in this strange employment that is going to take serious action against you, like, for instance, maybe you're a truck driver and you drive truck for a living, it's like that could pose a significant problem. But if you're just working at Chase Bank, um, you know, doing sales or something like that, I think that this is something that you can absolutely get past. So you can't just, you know, throw in the towel and say, I'm done. 
But if we walk in there to the arraignment, that's a time to either, that's just your first appearance. That's a time to either say, judge, I'm guilty or judge, I'm not guilty. And the case gets reassigned to another date. So what a great stopping point. This might be too much information. It's just, it's overwhelming. An arraignment. Right. All right. An arraignment. Here's that term, an arraignment, initial appearance, first time in court, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I usually ask people. Is is this your first time ever being in court? Because it's like we always, everybody assumes that you know an arraignment. I, I, I turn back the clock to like, pre-law school, even during law school days, I didn't know what the hell an arraignment was until I started working for criminal lawyers. But you're right. An arraignment is where you're just showing up and you're going to enter a plea. You're going to face the allegation from the complaint that the officer filed. Yeah. So procedurally speaking, you're either going to say guilty or not guilty, or you're going to ask for a continuance Yeah, and maybe they'll give it to you. And in the context of drunk driving cases in Ohio, you, know, you may even do something else about license suspensions, et cetera. But we'll get to that. So you got, I got an arraignment on Tuesday, Mr. Lynn. So you're standing up there. I'm just going to go plead guilty. I'm going to plead guilty. All right. Well, there are certain things the court has to do. Let's talk about it in some mo- most basic terms. If you just said guilty, they'd say, okay, I see here it's your first offense. Here's what I'm going to impose. You can choose to do three days in a driver intervention program. That is, I speak at some of them. We have another uh, associate here, Bill, that speaks at, uh, at these intervention programs. So basically what that is is you sign up for a hotel locally here, and you go just like you're going on a vacation. You check into the hotel, and during the day, sort of in a conference room at the hotel, they have various speakers come up and talk about why drunk driving is bad. Um, they have people like me talk about, hey, know your rights for drunk driving. They have people from Mad Mothers. Um, they even have people from the health department to talk about how, um, you know, sexually transmitted diseases and things like that can be spread when you're consuming alcohol, believe it or Just not. Just because I'm drinking? And they pass out free condoms, too. They so give I, you free condoms at the program? They give you free program? condoms. Uh, All right. So yeah. my choice is three days on vacation. Yeah. And All I've, expense I've had paid. people tell me that, too. They're like, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. I learned a little something. I had a time away, break away from the family to kind of get my head straight. Or, or you got to do three days in the clink. Three days in jail. Or three days, oh, I mean, why would I ever choose jail? Right. Well, some people do because, really, it's free. It costs 400 Yeah. Five. How much is a program now? Well, there's some programs you can find for about 350 maybe a little bit less, if you agree to get a roommate. No, so no, you no. have to have, you got a double bed, and you got a person you've never met that's going to be staying in the same room with you for 72 hours. Well, I mean, if, he brings if you're willing the, to do that. If he brings the weed and the vodka, yeah. life is good. Well, they do some checks in the rooms there. And get thrown out of that program for uh, having booze. All right. So the three-day program used to be the only show in town was a place called Mary Haven. And then Parkside came along. they got tons now. Um, and you would actually go to their facilities, check in. It was like a dorm room experience. That's when I first started practicing. Yeah. And then the other programs crept up. And they got this great idea just to do them at hotels. I mean, what it comes ready-made. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so if you look at it that way, spend about 500 bucks, get to spend a weekend. It is not the end of the world. At a really hotel. Isn't. They have a pool. Some of them. You're allowed to use it? I don't know. You can relax in the hot tub or the sauna? Maybe I, get I, a quick I don't see workout. why not if we're not in, in session here. Now, are they putting like ankle bracelets on you? Is this lockdown no. stuff? No, people go out and smoke. They, um, you know, when I've been Is there. The bar open? It, uh, no, the bar's not open, sadly <laughs> enough. I mean, the bar is open. Do they have like banquet food for you? They yeah, probably do. They have banquet food. They bring sandwiches and, you know, they everything's provided. So you got, you, once you pay for your room, you got your lunches, everything taken I mean, care not of. bad. Coffee. So I can, you, you want to time that right between. The end of March Madness. Right. That's the key. And maybe hockey season. I've and started then, a lot the of my... beginning of like baseball. It's I've like started a lot much. of my speeches out being like, now how many people signed up for this course not knowing Ohio State was playing so-and-so today? And you know, yeah. five hands raise their hand and they're all pissed off. Yeah. So you can go do a three. So you're, let's back this up. I'm in court. I say guilty. Judge, I'm guilty. I did this. I'm accepting full responsibility for yep. my behavior. So that's sentence component one. So I got to do gotta three do days in a program or some judges will actually make you do a program instead of the jail. They don't want you to do the jail. They want you to get the edumacation. There's a lot of judges that you almost have to ask to do the three days. So just automatically impose the program right, because people do program. believe in, you know, they, they, that it's, well, it's a good ed- education about it is. driving. And it, I've never heard. I've always threatened to do one. You've always threatened to do one just to sit there. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never. It's not a bad idea. And I've never heard anybody really complain about having a horrible experience at the program. I had one guy call me Sunday, and I don't know what he expected me to do about this, but he's like, I signed up for one of these programs. It's Sunday. I'm out at the end of the day, but they have bed bugs here, and everybody here is infested with bed bugs. And I'm just like, it's Sunday. I literally have my two-year-old in my lap, and I'm like. That sucks, man. Yeah. What do you want me to do about it, man? I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, He's like, what are you going to do about it? And I'm like. 
See, uh, then you're back to the original quote. Let's kill all the lawyers. Yeah. Well, you can't help me with this? Yeah. Well, blame you're no you. good to me. It's your fault then. Yeah. Um, three days in jail, three days in a program. I'm going to choose the program, Judge. What else? All right. Next. Got to be more. License suspension. There is a mandatory license suspension of now. Let's have a, a change in law. Let's have a review class. I came in because I took the test. So the refresher course here is I am under a 90-day administrative yep. license suspension, the, the old pesky ALS. That's what and happens I got at the tricked. scene. I got tricked by the back of that form, 2255, yeah. with all that garbage language that, I had to, that they read to me. And I was like, wait a minute, I had eight beers. I can't freaking understand this stuff. Yeah. And I said, all right, I'll just do what everybody else does. I'll take the test. And lo and behold, it's a 1-1. Um, so I've got the 90-day administrative license suspension. And I've been spending all weekend thinking, whew, I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad I didn't refuse because uh, I'd have had a year. year. Yeah. But no, Mr. Lynn, you got some bad advice for me or bad news for me. Yep. The mandatory minimum is a one-year license suspension. I'm going to wait on a my, first offense. Wait, my buddy got six months a couple years ago. Yeah, so there was a change in the law. I think that was called Annie's Law. Um, there was she was actually a lawyer, I think, down in the Chillicothe area, and she was killed by a drunk driver. And so a bunch of legislation came out, and they actually changed the law from 180 days on a first offense up to I, I, I got it. up to what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Up to three years. And now it's like these class one, two, three, four, yeah. five suspension. Mm-hmm. I understand the classes. Yeah. It's just all, all everybody needs to know is now they got at least one year, maybe two or three or five at the most, depending on what's on their record. Yeah. Um, as a, as an aside, I hate laws. I do too. I don't even like talking about this. I'd rather talk about like Better the name. UFC fight this weekend or the fact that Tiger Woods is teeing it up at the Masters this weekend. Yeah. We might have to. Well, let's get through this and we'll get to that. Um, I hate laws that are named after people. Really? It's almost always bad. It's like, well, I don't. I get it. I'll bet you Annie. Look, I feel horrible for Annie. I don't like yeah. people who go out and kill people drinking and driving. That is not my cause to uh, to condone that kind of behavior. But I don't think. Anybody sitting at the bar right now with their headphones on, listening to this podcast, is going to think, all right, well, I better not drink and drive because now under Annie's law, it's going to be right. a year instead right. of six months. Nobody, nobody's well, Annie's law is only important for you know, the government, the government people nothing. and the lawyers. Just politics. Well, it you does first a little bit. kill the lawyers. Because, I mean, now I think – it I don't know how much people know that it's going to one Nobody knows year. it. I mean, even yeah. if they did know, you think it's going to stop them? I they mean, I would now. think that going to jail for three days would be more of a deterrent than, uh, well, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm getting a year suspension. Do I get to drive? Can I drive? It's a three-day program. You get a year suspension. If you're pleading guilty to OVI, you have to wait 15 days of what we call hard time. The 15 no days in the hole. And the response I usually get is, I got to do 15 days in jail. No, 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 no. no. You just can't drive for 15 days. Right, and now on the 16th day, it's been five. I can you get, get privileges more. for right. work. And we'll get those privileges because I'm pleading guilty. You'll get them sort of post-dated here most right. of the time. And so we got three days. You you pick it. Go to the, the clink or you go to a hotel program. You got your one-year license suspension with driving privileges after 15 days. And the final really only statutory requirement is that they give you a $375 fine and make you pay court costs. All right. So that usually shakes out. So it's 375 plus court costs. That is usually about 100 125 bucks. Plan on 500 If you just walk in your first court date, you're obviously going to save yourself court costs because you're not fighting the case. You're just pleading guilty. You're just pleading guilty. All right. So right now, yeah. first offense, OVI in Ohio with a test, sort of basic stuff. You're going to do three days in jail or three days in a program. Three days in a – you're going to get a, either a vacation that you have to pay for or, you know, if you look at jail as a vacation, you get to get away from the household and go to jail and yeah. eat baloney. Um, so three days, mandatory. And that's no getting around it. You got to do it. Gotta if you do guilty. It. Um, you're going to get a fine, $375 plus court costs. And if you were smart and refused the test, you're going to get a one-year license suspension anyway. If you're smart or if you uh, took the test and uh, maybe you shouldn't have, depending on your record, you're going to get a one-year license suspension. I'm going to be able to drive, though, after 15 days of that time. So for the first 15 days, there's an old song. There's an old um, – sort of alt-rock song called Passenger Side. I can't remember who who, who it was. It might have been um, Jayhawks or somebody like that. Anyway, so there's an old Jayhawks, song called Passenger yeah. Side. It's all about you know getting caught. And Gidgets and Jayhawks and just yeah. talking over my head. You want to talk about Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber? I'm on it. See, I don't know anything about pop. These guys don't know anything about <laughs> pop culture, son. I got daughters that love them. It's like my buddies. They, they don't know anything about pop culture. So you're, gonna, you're going to be on the passenger side for at least 15 days and – up to a year uh, for things that aren't necessary. What can the judge yeah. do now to let me drive to work? 
Well, I, I think we should talk about it. That's you walking in without a lawyer. Walking because in. My brain is spinning to about 70 different things I could talk about at this point that might make it easier on you or work with you and depending on what you have going on in your world. So I don't know how in-depth we want to get, but that's what you're going to face if you just walk in and plead guilty. You plead guilty. What's a judge going to say? You want driving privileges? All right, we're going to authorize limited driving yeah. privileges, LDPs, or we're yeah. going to modify your suspension. We're going to modify your license, and uh, we're going to give you the opportunity, or the we're going to let you. We're going to be so kind as to let you go to work. Yeah. And it used to so be got work in the old school days. But you I'm, go to work, and you don't stop. You're not allowed to get gas. It was so absurd. But I get. I meet my girlfriends every friday night for pizza can i do that uh uh-uh. can't do that no no girlfriends no pizza jim yeah depends on the judge depends on the judge and i've actually had doctors prescribe gym workouts mm. or or psychologists write letters see now we're, therapists now we're, now we're in now lawyer we're, land now we're dropping little lawyer now you want a live lawyer you don't want to kill your yep. lawyer before you get this advice yep. these are things you're probably not going to get any nobody's going to bend an ear for you in that situation. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, I've lost 50 pounds in the last couple of years. You know, working out is very important to me. If you're just standing there by yourself, you might get some judge to listen to that. But there's some, I can think of off the top of my head that are going to say, Nope, it's, it's occupational privileges. That means work only. Oh, wait a minute. All judges do the same thing. Don't they? No, 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 no way. That was, I see that was a all soft counties. Ball. That was a soft counties. Don't do the same thing. See, like, as I, when we started this out, it's like, you find yourself in Licking or Delaware or Madison, those, those those counties, there's really a fourth component. It's not part of the statute, but there's a, there's a fourth component that will happen for almost every single person that comes through there, so I'm going to make it part of it. Probation. Probation. They are going to put you on a probation period, and probably, I would say 75% of the time, most of those judges are going to say, not only that, on a first offense OVI, you cannot even consume alcohol or possess alcohol. No consumption. Delaware goes as far as they used to. I don't know if they do anymore, but they used to say you couldn't even frequent you couldn't places even go that, to a place that served alcohol. I was like, alcohol. wait a minute, my kids love the burgers. Yeah. So we back to the burgers. I like those at big beers Robin. at uh, the Mexican place. This is Toro a, Loco, right? We used to call it. <laughs> no, Toro Loco's down in Portland. No, 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 no. What's it no, called? Alvacaro. Alvacaro, yeah, yeah. I want the it's big, all the same Dos Equis Amber. Um, no, the, the interesting thing is that everybody thinks that judges are created. Everybody thinks that it's just going to be hunky-dory. Um, all judges are the same. It's going to go plead guilty and get it over with. But they've caught Jeff Lynn. He's going to steer them a different way because they have kids that like to go to the Red Robin. Now, you know, by the way, when the Red Robin first opened out here at Easton in Columbus, Ohio. I got a Red Robin in Hilliard. Now they got one in Hilliard. Yeah. Um, it is like, it's sort of like Chuck E. Cheese. Or game works. or well, that's or game okay, stuff. by the way. But well, look, it's, it's great good. for the dads. Who like to yeah. suck down yeah. some beers? If you go in there, they got an awesome tap handle selection. Right to your well, the Hilliard one. Right to your left, there is a full blown bar. Right, a ton. You of just go wait over there. I know there's people waiting out the door, and the kids are playing skip to the loo. And they got some. The they got lot. some games to the right. It's perfect for hey, them. Dad's gonna be at the bar. Yeah, I'm gonna go get my name in. I'll be yeah. right back. Yeah, knock back. Well, you a gotta shot, get it. You gotta grab get a, beer a pale down. ale. Yeah, you gotta get a beer down before you get seated. Right, get the IPA. Knock back a shot. Come back to the old waiting station. And then it's a little bit easier to kill that 35 minutes. Yeah. But when that one's gone, you go to another one. So the Red Robin was responsible for a lot, a lot of OVI, DUI, alcohol-related cases yeah. for us here at Yavish and Palmer. Anyway, yeah. we digress. So you might get a judge who's going to say, you can't even go to those places. And it got really weird up in Delaware. I judge, don't think they do anymore. Judge Sunderman yeah, would do that. He'd say, don't frequent places that serve alcohol. And I'd be like, was well, he allowed to go to Chuck E. Cheese or yeah. Applebee's yeah. or – you know, it's like, and this is the eating out day and age. Everybody goes out to eat the rusty yeah. bucket, the old bag of nails. I mean, those are bars. But well, you're, really- you're limited in your options now, right? You got McDonald's. You got Bob Evans. <laughs> you got Arby's. Well, if you're going to pick yeah. any of those, you got to go to Arby's, I think. But it's too expensive. So now you're defaulting back to Wendy's. You think Arby's is too expensive? Arby's is ridiculous, man. You're getting paid three times as much for a burger at Red Robin. Well, no, but you can't go there because you can't. <laughs> they serve alcohol. You're stuck. You got to go to Arby's. I will I will go to the top end. Or steak and shake. Fast, fast food, you I guess. Steak and shake, in that situation. I don't, it's steak and shakes. All right, it's kind of falling down. I like the French fries at steak and shake. Ah, they're too small. I don't like the little ones. Checkers, man. Rallies. Rally burgers the way to go. Except Those you, French fries, man. Now the rallies, you can go there after you consume alcohol, and it's better. But under, oh, well, under, that's, under that's this, true for anything. Under the probation Taco restrictions, too. under the probation restrictions, you can't do that. Yeah. So what I guess what you're saying is here's that here's what has to happen. I mean, we're we're all over the place. You've got to have three days in jail or three days in a program. Yeah. 
you got to have a license suspension. Now it's one year. You're going to get occupational driving privileges depending upon how shrewd, how smart, and how creative your lawyer is. Mm-hmm. You might get a lot more than just driving to and from work. Yep. You might be able to go to the grocery store. You might be able to go get gasoline. You might mm-hmm. be able to go to the gym. You're certainly going to be able to go to your medical appointments if you've got some. Yeah. You're going to be able to go pick up your kids if you've know if, yeah. if you got kids at daycare and other things. If you're a single parent, we can usually work that in. There's a lot we can do now to sort of expand the privileges to almost everything you need. And when I started practicing, that wasn't the case at all. You just got right. hosed. They're like, what about my kids? Like, sorry, Charlie. Well, there's little things that can happen. Yeah. So you show up for your first court date. you got a lawyer there. There's many times when I say, hey, you know, I understand you want to plead guilty, but we're going to continue this two weeks because there's going to be a different judge covered in the arraignment at that point, and he's going to give you nice broad This privileges. is why you don't another little kill the lawyers. Drip, another little drip of lawyering there. You don't kill the lawyers. What's that show, How I Met Your Mother, where it's, he, whenever he says something smart, he says, lawyered. You just got lawyered. I don't know that. See, I don't know anything about pop culture. I'm oh, that's a great old. show. You should watch it. Um, what you're talking about here is knowing your venue and knowing your forum. Right. And that could be a whole podcast in itself. Now, but. we know. Lawyers know. Not all of them. This is what the guy from uh, Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe called us up and said, hey, look, all he has to do is go plead guilty, right? And I'm like... There's a lot more to it, man. Yeah. There's a lot more yeah. to it. If he just goes and pleads guilty, I'll tell you right. He goes, I'll tell you what. He goes and pleads guilty on Monday. He's going to get homered. He's yeah. going to get hosed because while the law is created equally, the minimum penalties are equal. Not all judges apply it as a minimum the same right. way. Right. And certain judges, well within their discretion, I'm not saying they're not doing anything unprofessional, unethical, or otherwise wrong. Right. They just have a different view on what should happen on a first offense. So we're talking about mandatory rock bottom minimums. Some judges don't do that. Yeah. And they're going to give you not only have to give you the minimum. They only have to give you privileges. And there's judges out there who won't even do that. Yeah. So you go you go in front of the wrong judge, you're going to get hosed. And when you hire when I hired you, Jeff Lynn, I would hope that even though I my instinct is telling me, eh, it's probably all the same. I'll probably just waste this money anyway. But man, I don't know. I'm going to talk to a lawyer anyway. And I start to hear this advice. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a lot more to this. Yeah, it's like it's like when you think that you can do. I do this all the time, right? I, I think, all right, I'm just going to. I'm in construction, so I'm going to give an example. People think they can just do a shower, like a custom shower. Now, I'm not talking one with just a, a white fiberglass pan, not which, this which guy. is which is a project in and of itself. But they're going to put their own tile floor shower and they want to tile the whole shower like they see on hgtv glass doors the whole nine yards and then they think i can just do it i'll just you know i'll just figure it out youtube and so they're gonna figure it out there's There's a lot more to dry packing a mortar bed and forming a shower that's going to be waterproof i mean it's it's a chore i can't even wrap my head around that and there's stuff here's what it is as i say this all the time you're screwing up and you don't even know it. Yeah. You don't even know it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen guys do drywall and, and they're like, yeah, we just, we just didn't want to do the taping part. We just covered up the seams. <laughs> it ain't going to work. It's going to crack later. You can't do that. Or we, you know, we did this dry, it's like the money pit, dry pack mortar bed in the shower. And I was like, well, did, how'd you do it? And you know, there's different techniques now and uh, of things, but it's like, if you didn't use one of these newer products, like Curdy makes them, there, there's some nice products out there that make it a little bit easier. But I was like, well, did you put the membrane in and, and, and tack it up and back? In? And it's like a two-step process. And they're like, uh, you just see the look in their face. I was like, hey, you would probably be okay. It's like Chris. <laughs> it's like Chris. Okay. Well, that's just you being nice. It's like right. Chris Farley. I was just checking the specs on the rotary girder. Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, man, you got a problem. Uh, anyway, the, so the lawyer can probably tell you things that you're not even thinking about is really what we're saying. And one yeah. of those things is, look, you're scheduled on Tuesday. Jeff, I'm scheduled on Tuesday for court. And you're like... Well, I mean, that's judge. You don't yeah. want to do that. You don't want to name any names. Here. We're probably going to continue your case. Well, continue? Do I have to be there? No, you don't have to be there. Wait, I don't have to be there? No. You don't have to. You sure? Is it better if I show up? No, trust me. You don't need to yeah. be there. Oh, you're people panic about that. No, they do. Because it says you, if you don't show up and the police the said if you don't that. show up, you're going to yeah. go to jail. Yeah. Um, trust the lawyer. Don't kill him. Trust him. Yep. Most of, trust us anyway. I can't say trust all lawyers because, you know, we are shysters sometimes. But yeah. Um, the point is, even if you're just going to say guilty and take your lumps, there's a lot Definitely. that goes into it. Yep. And just off. Uh, and you're going to get stuff. You're going to get stuff sent to you from the BMV. There's gonna, you're going to be like, what's this mean? It's like that lawyer is there to answer that question. This is like showing up to a foreign country. If you've never been to court and you've never been to court for a drunk driving arraignment, you are going to be called up 
and I, I, it's like your worst nightmare of an impromptu speech in eighth grade. Yeah. You know, it's like you're yeah. going to be called up to a microphone in yeah. the middle of this courtroom in front of everybody that is packed yeah. with lawyers, with people that stink, with people wearing suits, with people yeah. wearing shorts, with people wearing hats on backwards Pink and tops. phones going off and people tattoos getting on their out. face. I mean, it is, it is a, and look, I, I love them all. I love it. Yeah. But if I had to show up in a, in a city, and particularly if you're not if you're not used to coming downtown, you got to figure out how to park. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. Right. Um, and then you finally find the place, and they don't even really tell you how to check in. You just sort of stand around and look around. and Yep, they call you up. And you realize very quickly nobody is telling you anything. Yep. Nobody's offering any assistance. Right. And then somebody starts screaming at you. I mean, it's a process. Yeah. And depending on what judge you have, they, some of them will pick on you a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll call you up and they'll say they're going to ask you questions that you don't know the answer to. They're going to feed you information. Yeah. You're going to be like, a what? A huh? Yeah. And it happens so fast that you're going to end up saying stuff and doing stuff that you shouldn't. Now, some judges, I've watched this happen. Now, here, here's what I've done this for years. Some judges will actually intervene and say, "Look, get a lawyer. Get a lawyer. Yeah. Um, is it maybe there's somebody here that can just quick talk to you quickly right. because they either see something that's really yeah. bad or see something that's really good, and they're like, dude, you're about remember, to get totally screwed.' Remember Rob Levering? He's a retired prosecutor, but great guy. He remember yeah. he used to uh, he'd say, "Are you sure you want to plead guilty to this jailable offense?" Right, and right. all the lawyers in the room would just be like looking at him like, "No, no, 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 no you want like, to trust me, buddy? Watch the guys with yeah. the ties, right? <laughs> you, you shouldn't do it." Yep. I have intervened many, many a day and tapped somebody on the shoulder, walked right up into the middle of the bull ring there and said, dude, why don't you come judge? Just give me five minutes. I'm going to talk to this guy. I'm yeah. not going to charge him anything. I just want to get, I want to offer some free legal yeah. advice. Sort of yeah. like on the blitz. And then we get him pointed in the right direction and say, look, man, you're screwing up. You don't want to do it. Uh, but that's the point. Even when Rob Levering was telegraphing it, People are you still, sure yeah. That yeah. you want to enter a plea of guilty yeah. to an offense that requires the judge to put and you in jail. And the weird thing is, all your friends are probably telling you, we'll just get a fine or, you know, like, for instance, the one that comes to mind is underage drinking. Yeah. There are some judges in Franklin County and some of the other counties that think underage drinking is horrible, that it is the start of a criminal career, I guess you want to call it that. So what they, uh, the people in the ties, like you said, no, if you're standing in front of one of those judges and you're pleading guilty to underage drinking, you go in jail. You're going to spend right. a little so, quick weekend and get a taste of what, a what it's perfect, like to Uncle Bubba or meet Uncle Bubba. What a perfect segue to this because we've talked about what the mandatory minimums are and say on an underage drinking. Look, Ohio State football weekends. This is a podcast for sure. Whole topic. Ohio State football weekends, Monday, Tuesday, they line them up and knock them down in a random oh, court. Yeah. They, you know, everybody's got the underage fake drinking. Fake IDs. Fake IDs, underage drinking, possession as a, a, a you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, there are judges who, while they are not required as a mandatory punishment to put these people in jail, there are judges that do it anyway to sort of say, yeah. all right, Junior, wake up. Or right back to it. There's a, there's a minimum, but there's a maximum. Yeah. So here we are with OVIs. There's a three-day minimum jail period. Now, this is I get this all the time. This, this is the distraught, I hate myself. I've just thrown out every drop of alcohol, every beer, every bottle, everything, I every even the airplane bottles that I've been storing are all in the trash now. I'm never drinking again. I feel horrible. I've ruined my life and my family's life. Hmm. And I'm never, I don't, I'm despondent. These people call and they want to know what's the worst case scenario. Yeah. No, like, just tell me what's the worst case scenario. It's like, listen. And sometimes when I'm in a bad mood, I just, well, six months in jail. All right, jackass, you like, asked. <laughs> six months in the, in the clink, six months. <laughs> but I always say, listen, you don't want to know the worst yeah. case scenario. You want to know the realistic minimum yeah. penalties. Realistic minimum penalties, dude, you're going to be fine. Take a deep breath. It's okay. You think your life is over, but it's not. Yeah. Join the club, man. It's sort of like yeah. the Mile High Club. There's a lot more people in it now than there used to yeah. be. I mean, there's a lot of people that fly on planes that are willing to do things that they weren't before. You're just going to be part of the crowd now. And we both had those clients that have said those things, and then maybe six months, a year down the road, you go, oh. You're looking across, maybe you're sitting with your family eating a meal at, I don't know, Olive Garden. At the Olive Garden. Maybe, maybe Bed Bath Beyond on after. But we're sitting at the Olive Garden, you look over and you're like, holy smokes, that, that's the guy that threw all his alcohol yeah. and now he's sucking down beers over there right. at the bar. That's Bobby Hopsey oh, over that. there, man. Yeah, he's drinking. That. Yeah. I had a guy do that one time. He, he, it was an OVI, I swore never drank like, uh, beer. 
So there was beer in the car and they were trying to link it. <laughs> it's like this guy beer. never drinks beer. He's like, I, if I drink, I only drink, I'll drink wine and I'll drink maybe some liquor, mixed drinks or whatever. I'm literally at my local Kroger grabbing something for the family on like Friday. I see him throwing carrying a 30 pack of bush light out of it. He's having a party over, right? He's not drinking it. <laughs> oh man. I've seen like, people dude. on probation, no consumption of alcohol orders. And, uh, there they are. And it's like, look, I can't turn them in. As far as I'm concerned, it's, it's, it's a scope. I've learned all that in the course and scope of my representation. I wouldn't know it but yeah. for my reputation, yeah. my reputation. So I can't tell anybody, but I'm just like, man, that guy is just cruising for a bruise in here. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just a matter of time before you get caught. Right. This is what my, I used to tell my dad, I, I don't know, dad, I, just, I got bad luck. I got this dark cloud that follows me around. And, you know, it's like the same kind of BS that my kids are giving me now. It's like, you don't understand dad. You know, I got, yeah. it's just, I got unlucky. Everybody else does. I just got unlucky. It's like, no, you just do it all the time. And the more you do it, the odds are you're going to get caught. Yeah. And for sure, there's some people that drink and drive the first time they get caught and that's it. But a lot of, a lot of this is patterned and habitual behavior that people will just get used to. So right. anyway, back at it. You could go into an arraignment court in the wrong jurisdiction with the wrong judge on the wrong day mm-hmm. and get more than three days in a program and yeah. a small and a five hundred dollar fine after cost. Yeah. And a one-year license suspension. Well, this is where you want to talk to a lawyer. It's like let's go with a little. I don't want to throw too much in here, but one seven is double the legal limit. Well, let's talk about one more thing, then we're going to get there. There are a lot of judges in a lot of jurisdictions that on a first offense, they don't feel like three days in a program is good enough. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though that's all they have to do, they like to do more. So you're going to get three days in a program plus a little tail and taste, yeah. three days in jail. And you're like, you go in, imagine going in there and thinking, all right, my buddy got three days. He was up in Franklin County. Now here I am out in Licking County. I'm just going to go plead. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, three days and three, what? Three three more days? Yeah. What does that mean? I got to go to jail. Yeah, you yeah. can go to jail. When do you want to go? Well, let's take it one step further. There is a judge that actually known respect her policy was if you had an accident on an OVI, you were going to jail. Jail. I think what she was doing is 30 days in jail. Yep. So even if you rear-ended somebody and nobody was hurt, her policy was if you're a first offense OVI offender and you've been drinking and driving, you get in an accident, you're going to jail. It's like those are things you're never going to know. Unless you're standing there Unless with a lawyer that practices in the jurisdiction. And, and not only a lawyer that practices in the jurisdiction, one that cares. Now, here's what's, what's – I'm going to deal out another hand of cards here. I hear all the time – this is what I call the no-win, the Star Trek Kobayashi no-win scenario. Yeah. I think that's the right word. I am a, I'm a geek. So there's a Kobayashi in Star Trek? I may not be Kobayashi. Whatever. It's the no-win scenario where the theory is that no matter what you do as a – this is your last test to become a captain of a starship right. in Starfleet Command. And you have to go through this test. Yeah. And no matter what you do, everybody dies. Yeah. You can't win. You're yeah. dead. But it's designed to test your mettle under such tough circumstances. Yeah. And I have used that as an analogy to the no-win scenario. So you're talking about the client that's drunk, falling all over themselves, puked on their puked, pants, peed, peed shit, the, shit the back of the cruiser. Called the cop and no good, whatever. Yeah. for. But then comes in and says, I can't be convicted of anything. Uh, yeah, that is the no-win scenario. I can't be convicted. I'll lose my job. I'll lose this. I'm like, well, hmm. How are we going to handle that? How are we going to handle that? It's like, yes, yeah. you're probably going to get convicted. I don't know about your job. You're probably going to get a cleaning bill from the Ohio State Highway Patrol. That's yeah. Nice. That's- <laughs> we had to clean our cruiser. <laughs> no, but even let's, let's not go that far yet. But let's take a just a no-win case. So the guy comes in or the gal comes in, first offense, has just been – had a bad day. Yeah. Got lost her job, lost his job, or maybe got dumped, or maybe going through a divorce. And just Starts use those – that Just said, screw it. I'm going out tonight. I don't yeah. care what happens. Bartender says, what do you have? Something with a bomb. Those car bombs. Yeah. So Irish you start bomb. with the shots before yeah, you can order the appetizers. Maybe you're at the – you know, the, what's that? This happened to a couple of people I know at that bar at Easton on the second floor. I forget what it's even called now. World of Beer? Nah, I don't even know my name be there. Um, you get wasted and you drive home and you're just plastered. You call the cop every name in the book. You puke on yourself. You know, you can't find your driver's license. You're talking license. about Winking Lizard. No, Winking no, Lizard? Not, not Winking Lizard. It was the second floor. Sorry, I got it. Focused it was, on uh, it. Ah, it's a, it was like a Mexican place. Oh, you're talking about uh, Toro Loco? No, 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 not Loco, not Loco Toro. Um, All right, but anyway, anyway, you can't. So, no, no matter what we do, now it's like you can't always. You're not going to always lose those cases. But I go to court and I do. This is my term. I've coined it. I should. I should probably go it. file 
some sort of property protection, some sort of uh, intellectual property protection for this. I call it drunk driving triage. Triage, yeah. And I was never in the military, but I love military history. I read a lot about it. Slept at a Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. My military. Yeah, yeah. But triage is Stayed a battlefield term Express. where you've got the you got the people you can't help no matter what. They're going to die. It sucks. They're going to die. you got the yeah. people who are going to live. Even though they're going to be miserable, they're going to live. And you can just save them for later. And you get the people in the middle that you can save. Yeah. You know, you go. they could go either way. Choices. Um, I do some triage here. And what we, when you're hiring a lawyer and you don't think you need one, and when, you know, a law partner's calling me, I was like, look, have your buddy call me because we can help at least get through the system and make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. And by doing something stupid, it would be going in and hiring the wrong lawyer. And I know lawyers, respected lawyers who do this shit. Mm-hmm. They will take the no-win, awful case that you can't win. They don't do the triage. They just say, screw it. I'm going to plead you not guilty. Well, here's the problem with doing that in our jurisdiction here in Frank County. You're going to get randomly assigned to a judge. And the judge, for instance, you just were talking about would put people in jail for 30 days on a crash. If you crashed your yeah. car while under the influence of alcohol, it's like you're going to the Hooskow and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Yeah, It's just like, oh. So I would ask the question, why on? And then they call us later. It's like, oh, I got judge whatever. And I'm or like, we're less serious because there's judges that don't put any probation on you. There's but judges that don't put any probation. Some, you know. Here's the rub. I know who your judge is in arraignment court right now. Yeah. And if you've got a no-win scenario and you're on the, you're going to die or this case can't be won, Let's plead you guilty now in front of a known commodity. We know what we're going to get. You're going to get minimum penalties. That's going to be that. Yeah. But no, there are lawyers who are probably falling to the Shakespeare class. Yeah. Who will plead not guilty, bill you more, and they don't care if they can win or lose. They'll just plead you guilty later. But the problem is if you get assigned to a judge who likes to put you on probation, who puts you in jail for an extra three, or catastrophically 30 days on a crash they didn't have that conversation with me out in the hallway i have my triage talk i'm yeah. gonna say listen i know this sucks i know it does i'm not unsympathetic to it and i love trying cases but i don't like going into the ring with mike tyson mm-hmm. and get my ass kicked yeah i hate it i hate losing getting my ear bit off so we have to redefine what winning is here and take i i, here's what I say it all the time i'd rather have you got two choices you got shitty and shittier. Those are the only two choices. At least there's choices. I'll take shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take shitty all day long. But if you plead not guilty in certain cases that you can't win, now you lose some control, at least in our jurisdiction, over what judge will be assigned to it. And I'm not impugning any judge. They all are professional. I like our bench. Mm-hmm. And they all act within their discretion. But they all act a little bit differently within yeah. their discretion. Yeah. And taking a case that can't be won and pleading it not guilty just to either build the case, extend the case, or do something without any doing something without a reason is screwing up. Yeah, always have a reason. Yeah. That's probably a good philosophy in life. Just saying, screw it and doing something just to do it doesn't work. And we still have the clients that want to do the not guilty, but at least we give them the option. You give them the option. Say, look, yeah. man, I've done some triage on your case. I'm back to my triage. I explain the battlefield scenario, and I say, here's the triage in your case. You, I, in my opinion. You can't win this case. Now, something could change. There's always a possibility. You might, uh, you know, the, the police officer involved might get transferred to a different jurisdiction and never show up again. Um, there Find might be with the breath test. Maybe the breath test Calibre machine. Reason. Well, there's issues that emerge later sometimes that come up. Um, you know, that can always happen. We haven't had a chance to look at your video yet, or we haven't really taken apart the, all the breath records yet. But we generally know that the main machine at the cop house here is pretty decently maintained and they're probably getting that test in although we can punch some holes in it and um, if you puke down the car and you and, had but even you know, if we do you your puked pants, all over yourself gonna be on the video and you got skid marks running up and down your backside yeah. it's like you ain't gonna win this case we can beat this test maybe but then you're still telling the cop that you're gonna go do something to his mother right you're you're toast right. you can't win right. this case um I recommend you plead guilty and take your minimums because on a case like this, you get the wrong judge. You're going to get more than minimums. You're going to get on probation. You're going to get a longer license suspension. You may even do it, get an extra little chunk of jail, 10 days maybe. Yeah. And then you give people the option. And then you really got to decide what you brought up. Like, all right, I got a CDL. I don't have a choice. I got to go. You know, I got it's Waterloo. I got yeah, no gotta choice. save that for It's a battle CEO. to the death. Yeah. I, got, I don't have a choice because my very life is at stake. Now, I help people solve those problems. Like, I'm a master problem solver. I love it. I've been doing it for 23 years. I'll go through it with them at least and say, all right, let's talk about your options. Shitty, shittier, and shittiest. You know, yeah. 
let's talk about it because life sucks. I'm not here to put a bunch of candy all over you and yeah. make you feel good. Let's, uh, let's at least give you realistic options. And that's why you hire lawyers who don't just do it for, to bill you. They do it to help solve your problem yeah. because look, they're doing it right. I know that I do this podcast and I know that I'm on a radio and I know that the phone's going to ring sooner or later again and I'll get another case and it's not worth it to me to screw up somebody's situation when they, they don't really know what's happening. Yeah. Well, why would they come back or why would they refer anybody to us if you didn't treat them the right way? It's like going to a doctor who does surgery that you don't need. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We Somebody could, just got arrested for that. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. doing these surgeries that, like cancer surgeries they didn't even need. They didn't uh, have cancer. Yep. That's crazy. Or they're not giving you the options. I mean, so if you've got a doctor who says, look, we can do this procedure uh, with a scope or we can do or we can do this procedure with a scope and 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 drill hooks or we can do this procedure without the drill hooks. And, you know, that's the old fashioned way, but it holds most of the time. And they just choose one for you. It's like that ain't cool. Yeah. I, want, I want to. I want to know the choice. Yeah. So I always, I always make sure that we give people their choices. Yeah. Um. So, what's in a lawyer? Why don't you want to kill your lawyer? Because you need your lawyer to help you through these problems. Even pleading guilty. Even pleading guilty. And we're going to talk we about. We haven't even got in depth with it yet. We're going to talk about how we defend them later. But this is why you call an attorney. This is why other lawyers call attorneys. This is why you need help. If nothing else. Nothing. And here's I tell. I'll be honest. This is a. This is. You don't even have to get a. You don't even have to get a DUI and call me to hear this because this is what I would tell you in my conference room. And it's not even a sales pitch. I'm like, listen. You you can talk. I encourage you to talk to as many attorneys as you can. Yeah. Find somebody you're comfortable with. Find somebody you trust because you've probably never talked to a lawyer before. You don't know. But understand that what you're paying for with a lawyer is not necessarily a result. I can't look you in the eye and say, hire me, dude. I'll yeah. get you out of it. I'll get, get you that off question all day all the time. long. Well, like, if I pay X, what are you going to give me? I, I'm going to give you the best service I can give yeah. you, right? You are hiring a lawyer in a DUI scenario for these reasons. First, to help you through the process, to help you through the process, to show you where to go at court, help you answer questions, sort of decode all the crazy right. stuff that's going right. on. Um, you need that at a very minimum. That's what you're getting. Yeah. Then you're also getting these other awesome benefits, like making sure to triage your case, making sure that you're not giving up a defense that you don't even know about to the case or making a dumb decision by pursuing a defense that you think you know about and pleading not guilty and end up in jail. Yeah. You are getting our, that's our stock and trade, right? That's yeah. what we do. I help people assess problems. You're getting my assessment of problem. Just because I do it verbally is no different than the, you hiring the, the master craftsman yeah. uh, mason or tile guy to do your shower bed because that guy's done it and knows. And yeah. knows has been there when it's not quite level how to fix it. You can even argue it's malpractice to not give these options I, to people. I think it's mal, I think not only malpractice, I think it's almost criminal. When people yeah. when I see people with a a one eight one nine test or a point or two point te- or point two yeah. test up in the courtrooms and they puked all over themselves and I'm like, what are you doing well, here? How man? did you end up? And yeah. people call us later. It's like, oh, I hired some lawyer and he pled me not guilty. And it's like I didn't no, even I'm have to go to the to, first court date. And I'm yeah. assigned to Judge Asskicker and I'm just yeah. like, dude, why are you here? Yeah, I, I, would, I heard a public defender doing trial the other day and the person was offered a reduction at the arraignment. But whatever lawyer they had before the public defender just pled him not guilty and didn't even give him the option, and they didn't renew that is the offer. That's unethical. Yeah. Yep. So you've got to make sure that when you're getting your lawyer, that, well, back up. That's why you're hiring a lawyer, and you want to make sure not only yeah. that, but because that's why you're hiring a lawyer, you want to make sure they understand those concepts right? and understand what your real problems are. And as much as you want to hear that life is hunky-dory and you're going to get right. out of this mess and you're going to be – cool as a cucumber and nothing will happen to you. I'm not going to feed you that kind of BS unless it's true. Yeah. So now here's the other side of the coin. I had a guy coming to me and then we'll, we'll wrap up. We might do have to part two on this cause we didn't get to the high test yet. But anyway, we're, um, we got to do our tiger woods and yeah, we got other stuff to do. If uh, now I lost my train of thought. You said you had oh, a guy. Okay. So I, I had, had a guy, guy come in and this sitting across from me came in. To, I think it was the morning of court. And I looked at him, and I, I may have even represented him before a time or two. This is a, he was, he was a, uh, he was playing monkey move up. This is a multiple offender. 
And he's got that look in his face. And I said, all right, man, tell me what happened. He just sort of looks at me. I had no freaking clue. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. I, got, I, I just got wasted. Yeah. We got pulled over. Yeah, I sort of remember. I mean, this guy yeah. freaking plastered. It happens all the time. Out Come of in. Out of they say, I don't remember. I remember sitting in the jail cell after that, but I don't remember what I told him. And he's like, I remember it came up and I was there and I had, had like, I was eating something, but now nah, I don't remember if I did field sobriety tests. I don't remember if I took a test. Well, I can tell you I took a test. Here it is right here. Point two, two. Now I know why you don't remember nothing because yeah. you're plastered. I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, I'm doing the triage already in my head, but I'm smart enough to know that I'm going to at least go do my homework and read the paperwork and go through the reports yeah. and go through the summaries and see exactly what's going on. Yeah. But as I walk to court with him, I'm thinking, all right, probably just continue this guy and plead him somewhere where I know he will at least get the close to minimum punishment yeah. for whatever multiple pain in the ass offense he had. Well, I get over there and I find something wrong with the case. Mm -hmm. So I got a guy who's absolutely plastered out of his gourd. Can't even tell me what happened. I have to tell him what happened after I read the paperwork. Yeah. And I'm going through it all, and he's like, "All right, give me, give it to me straight." That's what the best man. He reads <laughs> the facts, and he's like, "Oh, Ooh, I don't remember doing that. I don't remember that." Well, it turns out he got arrested. He got pulled over for speeding. Not no big crime in that, right? right. He's going like five miles an hour over. It's no indicator of a drunk person. And he was ordered out of the car to do testing because. Not because the the officer alleged an odor of alcohol or other weird behavior or other intoxicated type behavior, impaired type behavior. He was ordered out of the car because the officer thought it was strange that he was holding a yellow napkin. Yeah, I remember this case. He's just holding a yellow napkin. And that's what the written report says. That's what it said. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this report is going to read like a bad, tragic novel. Yeah. Pulled over because he was swerving all the road, almost hit two mailboxes, about yeah. killed somebody, or some kid on a big wheel almost lost his life. You know, it's like this yeah. horrible, this this horrible thing. And or he turned his car, wrecked it, did whatever, um, got out of the car, peed all over himself, puked all over me, and you know, life is horrible. But no, it's important. The the guy was an ice man. My client was an ice man, <laughs> and got through it. Didn't was not described as horribly plastered, even though he was. Was not acting drunk even though he was professional and was put placed under arrest essentially because he had a yellow napkin and the cop thought that's a little bit odd. Yeah. All right. Well, it turns out that possession of a yellow napkin while driving that's illegal is not an oh, indicator not. Oh. of impairment. Right. So I go to this guy and I say, listen, you're wasted, but I got a defense. So under ordinary circumstances, I would have walked you over here and thinking we're pleading guilty. We're going to plead not guilty. And I guess what? I don't give a hoot who your judge is because I can win this case, or at least I got a foot race here or a puncher's chance yeah. of getting everything thrown out on a Fourth Amendment problem. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm talking to another client who is remembers everything, completely uh, had, had the really the proverbial like three, maybe four beers right on the cusp. Who knows? Um, that person is described horribly. Yeah. And everything's, you know, they were swerving all over the road. They were doing this, they were doing that. The video shows it. And I can't do anything for them. So yeah, that's the, and that's the frustrating never, thing. You just, cause everybody knows know. a cousin or a friend that got a reckless operation when they got accused of an OVI. Why can't you get me that? It really depends. So it makes me, it makes me think of the scenario. You had a motion hearing years ago based on the, the headlight thing. Do you remember that? Yeah. The person that was uh, flashing. So essentially what they had was, an intoxicated person driving down the road noticed that there's an officer on the side of the road sort of hidden in the woods with their parking lights on. So when they passed him, there were some other cars coming towards him. So he did what a lot of people do. They he flashed from high to low, high to low. Right. That's the universal, universal signal. Yep. Slow down, dude. Copper. Slow down. Coppers right. out there. Well, what do you think happened? There's a cop. One of those cars he's signaling was a police officer. So they swing around. They pull him over. He's wasted. He gets arrested for, dead, you know, whatever. What do you get stopped for? And I remember we had a big discussion about this. It's like, if I'm driving with no headlights on, well, you could stop me for that. There is a failure to dim violation, but yep. what he's doing is dimming. You, you know, know flashing them is dimming. I think that got upheld, though, if I'm not mistaken. But my argument was he got stopped for pissing off a cop. Yeah. Right. That was the yeah. old piss off a cop stop. Yeah. And uh, we'll I, have to, we'll have to go to through another day if I just ride by a cop and flip him the bird and say – Get out of here. We had a client that would do that. He'd cruise around 270. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. can't even use his name. But, 
Um, anyway, so why do you hire a lawyer? Why don't or why don't you kill the lawyers? And what do lawyers and Shakespeare and DUIs have in common? I don't know. It was just sort of a catchy way to yeah. say you probably need a lawyer, yeah. even though you don't know you do. And we and, can help. And we need to specify this is a Raymond. So your first court dates when you're in Franklin County Municipal Court, as we were talking about assigning judges right, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, we, this a, was very county specific. Now yeah. let's let's just give a quick got, cursory review. Out. You go up to Delaware County, you go out to Licking County, you go out to Madison, um, a Union, or yeah, Pickway's not so bad. I mean, just different counties around have different philosophies on these things. And yeah. we keep up on this as much as we can. Yeah. So we know that you can't – it's not quite the same. They have one judge maybe in that county, so it doesn't yeah. matter if you plead guilty or not guilty. Um, they well, sometimes all, you have to before or, you see anything. You've been talking about looking at paperwork and finding issues at the arraignment. There's a lot of places that won't give you discovery right. at the arraignment. You have to plead not or guilty. Or if you come through jail, often you yeah. just plead not guilty. You're going to get yeah. randomly assigned no matter what yeah. you can do. So this is like general stuff. But this is why on Sunday morning after you got picked up and you think your life is over, you say you call us, frankly, because we're going to be honest with you about yeah. what's going on. And we can yeah. probably help you out. Now. Are you worried about I'm, maybe I'm worried about giving some trade secrets away here? I don't know. I don't care. You know, it's funny. I had a I had a prosecutor the other day. She didn't know who I was, but she was sort of telling what? me. She was sort of telling me. So you haven't hit that level yet. I still remember that guy bumping when Meeks was there for an arraignment. That's Bill Meeks. Yes, man, that's Bill Meeks. Take a look at that. Oh, this guy. She didn't know who I was, and she's like, "Well, if I were representing him, I would tell him blah 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 blah." And I'm just sitting there. I was just like, kept my mouth shut. I was like, "Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that." It's like, yeah. You took care. that as talking down to you a little bit. Uh, she was, yeah, a little bit. I didn't care, but I was like, yeah. I was just sort of chuckled. I was like, yeah, I appreciate your your yeah. insight into this. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe she just doesn't see me much anymore. I guess that's your job now. I don't know. No. You're the DUI guy a lot. Maybe. Um, anyway, right, so we got it before we finish. Who's your, what's your pick for the Masters? You think Tiger gets it done? I, I don't think He's Tiger gets it done, but I think I, what I, here's what I hope. Here's what I hope. I hope that Tiger can reemerge into the into the competitive circle. Yeah, because I still think he's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. I still think that somewhere in that mush of mess that's been his last decade, he's he's got that winning. Man, I had him brought Tiger. up. I've had him brought up a bunch of times too at court. I'll be doing it with an OVI. Maybe I'm trying to do that triage situation. And they're like, well, Tiger Woods, you see him on that video? I saw him on the news. He got a reckless operation out of that. It's like they're even comparing it to cases that happened down in Florida. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And, you know, don't do it. Don't start his was prescription medication, others. and you know that he, uh, his, I think there was some evidence the doctors. I mean, he well, he was wasted. And he got he wrecked out of his it, car right? after he got caught. Yeah, he, too, he was but, wasted. And he got out of it. So it is what but it is. My pick is this: I think Tiger surprises everybody this weekend. I think come Sunday he's in the hunt because he's been playing so well. I just I, I feel like he's found something. He may be back to his old ways. The problem is when he's stepping back in. There's about six or seven other Tiger Woods on tour right now. Well, I know. Really I mean, he has sort of set the. It's funny because he sort of – you're the golfer. I'm not a big golfer. But I remember my perception at the time is Tiger had a style of play that the world had not seen since Jack Nicholas. Like this, I am going to – I remember Nicholas talking at um, – he was getting interviewed. I was there. I was out at the memorial. And I saw him getting interviewed live by the Golf Channel or something. Yeah. I think he was sitting in the chair with a set. Um, and they were asking him these questions, and it had to do with, like, the conditions out there that day. It might have been rainy or windy or whatever. And he's like, what do you say about this? And he's, he's like, ha, conditions. What do I care about conditions? I used to hear this all the time. I hear yeah. so-and-so say, oh, it's yeah. rainy. It's horrible out there. It's freezing cold. Well, check him off. Check I him hear off. so-and-so out yeah. there. He's saying, well, man, it's so windy. We're not going to be able to. You can't use a dryer. Well, check him off. Yeah. Like, conditions, that's on my side, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like he would take – it's like Sun Tzu, the art of war. Yeah. It's like that is your weapon. Yeah. The conditions are your weapon. Yeah. And uh, I think he used to like to. He thought majors were the easiest to win. People, and reporters are like, huh? Why is majors the easiest to win? You know, the majors. By if you're not a golf fan, there's four big tournaments, just like in tennis or anything else, each year. And he'd say, well, it's easiest to win because there's like two or three people standing here that actually think they can win this. Yeah. And I'm one of them, so I only have to beat two other people. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And it's and like that's how Tiger. So, yeah. but I think Tiger was like that in a day and age he, when he, nobody else really was. His mental. It was all mental. And I was talking to my, my father-in-law this weekend. I was like, you know, all these people on tour, they all, they're all good. It really becomes a mental game. 
Yeah. And that, and we can do a whole podcast on that. I mean, that's true in life. That's true in, in, in your job. That's true with your family. It is. It's like if you're mentally strong, you can do anything. But well, and I, that's, I could talk all day about this crap. But it's at the point that, well, I mean, it all relates back to what we're talking about, right? Well, here's why the, I brought it up. Hear me out. Here's why I brought it up. Because I saw a post from a bartender at a local club around here, uh, like a golf club, that you know, was you know serving drinks to the guys when they come in from their from their golfing or their eighteen holes or whatever, and he was basically saying there is a direct correlation between my tip rate going way up when Tiger Woods is in the hunt because people come off the golf course and oh Tiger Woods is in this tournament let's go sit in and have a beer and let's watch him and let's see how he's it. doing so he's like man Tiger keep playing well buddy my tips go up triple so two lessons one tip your bartender so that means maybe three what's that means how many lessons OVIs like go up two one tip your bartender two. OVIs go up. Three, call an Uber. Four, Four don't kill the, the lawyer. Men, don't kill your lawyers because you need it the next day. And when you wake up, you still have that eye of the tiger, right? What are you going to do now, even though it looks like your life is over? Yeah. I'm going to call the lawyer that yesterday I wanted to kill. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. So here we are, lawyer talk, off the record, but on the air, talking about when you actually need an attorney for OVI, which is probably always. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is off the record, but on the air until now. 